We present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Matthew Scott, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. I'm delighted to say this program is now being broadcast in the Falklands and is proving most popular. <laughs> Willie Rushton in particular has attracted some enormous ratings. Well, you know what's And Tim Brooke Taylor is popular with the sheep. <laughs> so would you welcome Tim and Willie on my right. <laughs> and... Stephen Fry and Barry Cryer on my left. And, of course, our topless scorer, Samantha. Jelly on the plate. We're going to start with Tim's favourite game, the ad-lib poem. I'm going to give someone the first line of a poem, and they continue until I buzz them, and the next person continues, and so on, until we reach an artistic conclusion been known to take weeks. And the first, the first line this time is, there's a seaside place called Sellafield that's noted for, that's noted for fresh air and foot. Barry, you're the man to carry that one on. There's a seaside place known as Sellafield that's noted for fresh air and fun. We used to go there on our holidays. Just me and the wife and our son. We used to go when it was called Windscale, and we're still going. Now it's changed name. We used to be accompanied by a lady on the game. (laughs) A huge and full-bodied woman with a head by Randolph Churchill's. Oh, damn, I thought you were going to press the buzzer. (laughs) She used to run along the beach and chase the tiny turtles. (laughs) She used to ride the donkeys. She used to build in sand. Doesn't use the rhythm method, does it? (laughs) With her dear white-headed mother clutching her fevered hand. The sweat, it broke out on her forehead. And down her brow it ran. Oh dear, the poem's come to me. Please God, let it scan. (laughs) (laughs) She rode this donkey to and fro upon that wintry beach. She started. She rode and rode and rode and rode. (laughs) Far beyond our reach. We went back again for year after year, spending our holiday weeks. And then we discovered her amid the dunes. She was the first of the Sellafield leaks. (laughs) Well, this is the point where I give the teams advance warning of the late arrivals they'll be announcing at the end of the programme. This week we'll be asking them for the late arrivals at the Nanny's Ball. The Nanny's Ball. It's a sort of contradiction in terms. (laughs) 
Here's another one. Matthew Scott is going to play the piano in this... Because uh... <laughs> we're going to play the, the blues round. This is the round when each team has to improvise a blues with the members of each team taking alternate lines. And assistance, of course, is provided, if you call it that, by Matthew Scott at the piano. Barry and Stephen, will you give Tim and Willie their subject, please, for a blues? Yes. Uh, we'd like them to do the um, award ceremony blues. I woke up this morning with a mouth like Dennis Skinner's. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right. Oh. I was thinking about the BAFTA Awards, the Oscars, the Sweat Awards, the Standard Awards, <laughs> Sportsman of the Year, the New Year's Honours List, the Emmys, the Grammys, the Tonys, the Arvin Nobel Awards, and the fact that I'm never, ever among the winners. <laughs> <laughs> then I thought, praise the Lord. <laughs> I'll never have to sit through all those bloody dinners. <laughs> Right, Tim and Willie, if you give uh, Barry and Stephen now their subject. We'd like them to do a calypso, I think. Yes. Yeah, right. Stephen's... Right, I'll let's let's the <laughs> With the an Antipodean calypso. That's down the other end. I was in New Zealand just the other day. My hotel was really fine, I'm pleased to say. The manager treated me like royalty. He showed me his bum and threw an egg at me. Excellent. <laughs> Very good. Barry, <coughs> Barry and Stephen win that one. Certainly. Don't you agree? Oh, Do you agree? Do you I agree. Oh, totally. We're going to play now Call My Bluff. You've probably seen the television programme Call My Bluff. Well, we have an entertaining version of that game. I shall want our team members... <laughs> I shall want our team members to define a word I shall give them. I shall then guess which is the true definition. And teams, now, your word is... Tortoiseshell. Tortoiseshell. I think we'll start with you, Stephen, now. You're beginning to get the hang of things. Well, <laughs> um, tortoise. In, um, in Quattrocento, Italy, when painters of the Sienese school used to do Madonna paintings, I bet you didn't know she was that old, she, um, they used to use a very particular pigment which they made up. It was a pigment of the imagination. No. no. Um, I mean, they made it up out of a particular stone called... Um, lapis lazuli, which is very blue, and that became known as lapis lazuli. That's all quite irrelevant, because tortoiseshell <laughs> is a particular type of petrol that's just been brought out by a, a major petrol company for very slow cars, for beetles, two CVs and so on like that. So it's a very slow petrol or Mancunian fertility dance. <laughs> Or, um, or zither, or, or it's a Hindu state of blessedness for keeping old nail clippings in. Um, 
a slow petrol, essentially. I like see. Police five. Eh? <laughs> right, Timber Taylor. Hmm. Toss as hell. <laughs> is the first Monday in August. It's celebrated, if that's the right word, uh, by all rag and bone men. Uh, first Monday in August. Traditionally, this is the worst day in the year for them, as many people are on holiday. That's why it's called Totter's Hell. Totter's Hell. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Right, Bert. It, it's, it's got three sort of little roots in it. It's taut, which is, as you know, an injury or harmful action for, um, for which you can bring a civil action. Taut. Ush, the verb from usher, to ush, which means to show people to their seats, and L, E-double-L, which is an international measure, but in England is regarded as uh, one and a quarter yards. So it is an injury sustained um, during showing people to their seats <laughs> over a distance of not more than one and a quarter yard. Tortoiseshell. <laughs> mm-hmm. OK, Willie. Well, this is taut as well, but T-A-U-T, because it's taut as hell. It is tortoiseshell because it, it, it elides like that because it means extremely tight as a judge. <laughs> um, on your back, waving your legs in the air, uh, turn turtle, hence tortoiseshell. Mm. Well, there are the definitions, and I have to decide now which is the correct one. Could be slow petrol, but I don't know. First Monday in August is doubtful. I can't remember there ever having been a first Monday in August. <laughs> Barry's injury, we all know about <laughs> This is very interesting. No, I don't think it could be that. Extremely Willie Rushton. Could be Willie Rushton as well. Hmm. Difficult, isn't it? Now we're going to play the game called... <laughs> we're going to play the round called crossbreeding. We're going to play a scientific round called crossbreeding, and I shall want our four geneticists to put their heads together, preferably on the same neck, and come up with suggestions for some new hybrid creatures. <laughs> if you're cross, Dr. Fu Manchu, and a prison sentence, you get Manchu stir united. If, if you crossed Frank Bruner and Nicholas Parsons, well, you'd have just a minute and 50 seconds. <laughs> oh. A bit of royal breeding. If you crossed Andrew Ridgely and George Michael with Bamba Gascoigne, by kind permission of a leading member of the royal family, you get... <laughs> Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> if you cross Placido Domingo with Rick Mayo, you'd get a topsy-turvy. <laughs> If you cross the wind in the willows with Esther Ranson, you get a toad molester. <laughs> if you cross Thomas Chippendale with Michael Heseltine, you'd have a beautifully made cabinet that kept walking out on itself. <laughs> Hannibal crossed the Alps with an elephant and got a mountain that never forgets. <laughs> Across Prince Andrew and the former speaker, Lord Tony Pandy, you get Randy Andy Pandy. 
If you cross the equator with Lord Whitelaw, you get a willy warmer. <laughs> if, you, if you crossed Brian Walden and David Bellamy, you'd get that, that, that noise when you pull a Wellington out of a marsh. <laughs> <laughs> Sort of if you cross the Sahara with a Land Rover, look out for Mark Thatcher, the twit's lost again. <laughs> if you cross <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber, Geoffrey uh -huh. Archer, mm -hmm. an undertaker, and John Le Carre, you get cats with arseholes wreathed in smiling. <laughs> I remember the old song. Long John Silver and Lassie. You'd have someone who fell over every time they wanted to have a pee. <laughs> if I could just, as chairman, if I could just steer this programme tactfully back into the realms of broadcastable material. If you cross Long John Silver with Lionel Blair, you'd get starstruck and crutch. <laughs> Well, I'm glad we cleaned it up. <laughs> if you cross Mrs. Thatcher and Rupert Murdoch, you're fired. <laughs> and with that, Willie leaps into the lead, and we go on to sing along. In this round, each panellist has to sing along with a disc. Once the tune and the tempo have been established, the sound of the disc will disappear and the panellist will be left on his own. After an embarrassing pause, the disc comes back and the panellist scores points if he's still with it. We'll start this round with you, Barry Cryer, and we're going to ask you to sing along with If, sung by Telly Savalis. Contradiction in the picture paints a thousand words. Then why, why can't I, I paint you? you? The words will never show. The you have come to know. And if a face could launch a thousand ships, then where am I to go? There's no one home but you. You're all that's left. Me too. You're wrong. <laughs> well, very nearly, very accurate, Barry, but not quite. See if you can improve on that, Willie Rushton, with New York, New York, sung by who else? Frank Sinatra. Start spreading the news. And it sounds very likely. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. New, New York, New, New York. Right through the very heart of it. Earl's Court, Earl's Court. <laughs> I want to wake up in a city that doesn't sleep and find I'm king of the hill. Top of the heap. Oh, <laughs> God, he's getting old, isn't he? So slow now. Well, he must be 90. <laughs> Stephen, here's the song for you to sing along with. 
It's a hymn to him by Rex Harrison from My Fair Lady. Why can't a woman be more like a man? I beg your pardon? Yes, why can't a woman be more like a man? They are so honest, so thoroughly square, eternally noble, historically fair. But when, when you win, win you'll always get your back a pat. Why can't a woman be like that? Why does everyone do what the others do? Can't a woman learn to use her head? Why do they do everything their mothers do? Why don't they grow up like their father? Why don't they grow up We have an interesting situation because uh, each of the panellists so far has anticipated the song that he's singing along by exactly the same number of seconds. Three and a third, to be exact. <laughs> so it's up to you, Tim. If you can improve on that, you win the round and the whole game and the series and everything. Tim, your song is the Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy from Company Good luck, Tim. Yeah, thank you. By the Andrews Sisters. The bugle for his uncle, Sam. It really brought him down because he couldn't jam. He'd have to seem to understand. Because the next day the cap went on a draft to the band. And now the comedy jumps when he plays Reveille. He's the boogie woogie bugle boy accompanied me. A toot, a toot, a tootly add a tooty pasty date to the bar. In boogie rhythm, he can't blow a note unless the bass and guitar is playing with him. He makes the harmony jump when he blows Reveille. Yeah. Ah. Oh, that's got to be first time. Yeah. Andrews, get you moving. Never <laughs> fails. Well, Samantha Art. certainly enjoyed it. <laughs> she Art knocked me off a chair twice. <laughs> okay, that's the end of that round, and we're going to go on to a new round called Blurb. This is a variation of hype. In this next round, one team will describe a book in the most exciting terms possible. The other team will then have to identify the book. And Tim and Willie are going to go first. And while the identity goes up now on our studio computer, here's our mystery voice... <laughs> here's our mystery voice to tell you at home. The London Telephone Directory, E2K. <laughs> You find computers put your teeth on edge. <laughs> <laughs> it's that floppy right. chalk, isn't it? <laughs> Tim and Willie, now, will you start to describe your book? A cast of thousands. <laughs> Samantha Fox with not one gandy but two. <laughs> You'll be stunned by the number of Fs. <laughs> with unforgettable numbers. Enjoy some heart-searching moments. And some Herbert-searching moments. <laughs> you enjoyed the jewel in the crown? Well, thrill now to the Kyber Pass Tandoori 43 the Glebe SW15. Right. Stephen and Barry, any ideas? Oh, phone book, telephone directory. Telephone directory. Well, that's not a... That's, we'd li I'd like a little more than that. Little oh, a, a, oh, H. Um, H, to, H to L. No. Nope. Uh, H, H to D. E to H. E to... I don't, I don't want the audience to help with this. No. <laughs> it's, it's the London Telephone Directory. E to H. No, you're not going to get it, I'm afraid. Will no. you tell them? No. E to K. 
啊啊！最累。Okay, well now Stephen and Barry, it's your turn to uh, describe a book. It's going up on our computer, and here it is for you at home. The Oxford English Dictionary. So it's gone up on the board, and the mystery voice has told you at home. Incidentally, those of you who've written in asking for the identity of the mystery voice, it will be announced at the end of the century. <laughs> <laughs> will you start describing now, Stephen and Barry? This book has it all. Adultery. Bestiality, fornication, greed, passion, pride, aversion, sadism, tenderness, savagery, raffia work. <laughs> All within the covers of this world bestseller. So vast its canvas, so broad its sweep. This book is impossible to pick up. <laughs> Sixty years in the making, lovingly tooled, comes complete with marmosette and grouting. Right, Tim and Willie. I thought it was the Bible till the marmosette appeared. I thought it was a history of the GLC for a moment. <laughs> the complete Oxford whatever dictionary. Uh, Get it, sir. Uh, uh, what did you, you said? The shorter Oxford Dictionary. No, no, it's not. I must have what's on the card. Complete Oxford Encyclopedia of all known facts. <laughs> <laughs> About marmosets and grouting. I can't give you any points if you don't give me exactly what's on the card. English. All right. Word. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Nobody got any points from that round. We go on now to restaurant jargon. I shall be asking our teams for some restaurant jargon and what it really means. Free for all this, anybody can start. Uh, soup of the day. They don't tell you that the day was March the 18th, 1943. <laughs> Dawn picked mushrooms. Dawn picked them, God knows when. <laughs> Good evening, sir. My name is Andre. Means my name is Neville, and I was born and raised in Catford. <laughs> <laughs> Chef special? No, he's not. <laughs> Help yourself to as much salad as you like means we have tiny salad plates. <laughs> Nestling in a bed of lettuce means the cockroaches are mating. <laughs> Waitress service means that's her praying in the corner. Would you like a drink at the bar first? Means your table isn't ready. Please give us a lot of money while you're waiting for it. <laughs> Which wine did you say again, sir? Means I'm going to pretend I didn't understand your French accent just to embarrass all your friends. <laughs> Number 23, please. They never tell you that the chef's speciality has had him bound over twice. Service is not included means service is not included. <laughs> Chef has asked me to say that he particularly recommends the turbot means if we don't shift that turbot by tonight, <laughs> we'll have to throw it out. Right. Well, you've got to go on thinking now because this is where I sit back and listen to you announcing the late arrivals. At the Nanny's Ball. The Nanny's Ball. There's 
Mr. and Mrs. The Good Boy then. <laughs> and their son, Hugh, the good boy then. <laughs> and there's another nanny who's known as Martha Substitute. <laughs> the Siamese twins, mewling and puking. <laughs> Together with their little friend, the baby guitarist, Segovia Shirt. <laughs> Sometimes he plays a baby sitar, but he's a baby guitarist. It's the Little Mites and their baby son, Paul Little Mite. We welcome our Arab friend, Sheikh Rattle. <laughs> and the Ur Altonins with their daughter, Bet Ur Altonins. <laughs> Well, there's a nanny having trouble with Jerry. <laughs> I think he's a little potty. And there's his section and their imperial son, Caesar Ian. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, there's Scarlet O'Fever. She's starring in the remake of Gone with the Wind with Burp Reynolds. <laughs> and there's um, the little Lacey's Your Old Enough boy. Tyrone Lacey's Your Old Enough. <laughs> <laughs> the, welcome the Irish footballer Patrick Dermot Attrition better known as PDO Attrition <laughs> dribbling round the room a couple of Americans Dean Rusk and Farley Granger that's <laughs> very anxious father from Golders Green as Mrs. supposed to be sick every three hours and her husband is he supposed to be sick every three hours <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. It's Your Turn and their son Hugo, It's Your Turn. The Bulaters and their son Priam. <laughs> there's Wendy House. Oh, there's the Spender Penny Miss daughter, uh, Anita Spender Penny Miss. <laughs> and her friend Justin Time Two. <laughs> Three dressed Indian fast bowlers with their speedy hat tricks. <laughs> From America, diaper. <laughs> also from America, one of the um, him under the chins, chuck him under the chin. You can have a surfeit of wit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time to bring the programme to a close now. Goodbye from all of us, and we'll see you next time. Taylor, Barry Cryer, Stephen Fry and Willie Rushton were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Matthew Scott setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Paul Mayhew Archer.